describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Let's introduce our other guests to our uh, amazing panel today. We uh, have the editor of uh, Flipping and Turning, Mr. Rob Ritchie, the Chamberlain of Brandywine. Hello, sir. Wonderful. Good morning, everybody. And uh, in our final panel is Carlos Lysing, who is the Immaculate Emulator of Cleveland and also uh, founder and president of Castle Entertainment. Thanks for having me. Uh, and already, did, does this mean you will be discussing the harlot table in the DMG? No, but we should. That's amazing. <laughs> did we forget to do that in the lack of the last We, we didn't do that. Hours. Yeah, we oh. need to do that. Because I figured with five, over five hours, we did everything. No, we didn't. Well, harlot table. Never mind. I'm, gonna, I'm going to, I'm not going to give make the comment I wanted to make just there. Uh, all right. So we've got a packed <laughs> show. And the reason we have uh, Rob and Carlos on is... Um, we are very fortunate that Rob is going to uh, host a, a, the first ever, ever in the world of the internet, a D&D uh, uh, Jeopardy. Grog so talk he is specific. Grog Chalk Jeopardy. Sorry, specifically the Grog Chalk. Yes, we're not affiliated. All right. I'm sorry, guys. I got to come in here now. This is in no way affiliated with the Jeopardy show on television. Or, it's or, or Dungeons and Dragons. Or Dungeons and Dragons, and it's spelled with a I, not a Y. And if it is any any it's inference to that, Wait, are you kidding? <laughs> right. Well, any inference to that would be uh, covered under the fan whatever. Yeah, the Jeopardy, the, the Jeopardy fan content. Jeopardy fan. That's content. right. Jeopardy yeah, fan like content. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, wait a minute. I just got a post from Trebek's estate. We are being sued. So, oh well, that was quick. In for a penny, in uh, for a pound. Let's go, guys. That's it. All right, so so Rob, uh, take it away. We are your, we are the. I was going to make a Jeopardy thing, but it was we would be like this size in the screen. So, so I said, forget it. I'm so going to get my dice. Bear. Rob, Rob, take it away. Okay, well, everybody, please roll a d20. Oh wait, got to wait for Dan to get his dice. All right, welcome we to Grog Talk Jeopardy. <laughs> do, 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 do. Today, our today our contestants are. James, Dan, and Carlos. And everybody roll, uh, my, my three contestants, please roll a D20. I rolled a 15, Rob. 16 with the 11. clean dice. All right, Dan, you won the oh. board. Our, our, our categories are who's your daddy, 
Roll for surprise. Potent potables. Save for half. And ill bootin' gaudy. Dan, you control the board. Uh, who's your daddy, please? And for, for how much? What were the numbers again? <laughs> I was trying to write down the categories. All right. What? Uh, hey, 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 why don't you share your screen uh, of the categories, Rob, so we can show them on the thing. That would be, I could do that. Give me a moment. Sorry, sorry, everybody in the world. That's okay. There's four. There's oh, there's ten people on. They're looking. They're they're looking forward to. Oh this. no no. Uh, this is also the first time we've ever done this on Grog Talk, so yeah. it it stands a reason it'll be. All right. Get growing pains. Can people? There you go. Uh, they're going to in a few seconds. Yep. They uh, perfect. So, who's your daddy? You have 100, 200, or 300. Um, uh, Alex, I would like who's your daddy for 100, please. All right. And the question is? Hmm. Is, oh, we heard? lost your screen. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. It, it just, you mean it just went away? Yes. Well, that's okay. I have to. I have to switch to the chat. <laughs> oh, you can. Well, you can pick the specific window, so this way you don't have to. Won't affect it. When you say share screen, go find the. Uh, All the right. Individual Hold one. on a minute. That's yeah, no rush. Should have. Should have. Um... Good morning, for Car Sunny. Car right. Carlos, why is there no Cupid stats in deities and I, demigods? I'm switching it to. Would you like me to answer that? Yeah, because I we neither of us asked Jim Ward that. You know, yes. Do you know the answer? Of course not. Oh. <laughs> you should have asked Jim. Shouldn't Cupid be there? No, I, I wouldn't think the Cupid should be there. Eros should be there. You have to oh. remember that Cupid, in the greater scheme of things, was not nearly as important as Eros was. Mm. Let me ask you a counter question. Do you know the six, the seven uh, different types of um, they, they they categorize love into seven different types of categories? Did you know what they were? No. Seven? I don't know seven. I know yep. Philio, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Eros, yep, Agape. Yep, very good. Very good. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to continue uh, if you guys Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, we'll, we'll wait for you. All right. I'm yeah, not we'll, going we'll to. Sharing the screen is a, is a non-starter. Um, hey, can you time. do me a favor then? Can you can you just drop that into the chat and I'll put it up as an image on the thing okay. when you All get right. a chance? Uh, so your, first, your question, I'll, I'll, I'll Dan. I mean, I you should have it, James, in your email, but I'll do it again. Uh, yeah, sorry. Roughly 10% of this player character looks enough like humans to pass for one. Dan? Actually, what? Dan buzzed in before the end of, before I finished answering the question. James? You, James? What is a half-orc? A half-orc is correct. James, you have control... All right, I'm not going to be blank. All right, let me let me, okay. let me find that uh, thing that that's intended to you. Uh, is alimony one of the seven types of love? Jason, it is asks not Carlos. one of the seven types of love. But thank you very much. Alimony. <laughs> alimony. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, our viewers are such jokesters. <laughs> that's a good one. Well done. Well done, Jason. All right, well done. second. Uh, James, you have control of the board. 
Oh, I will take Who's Your Daddy well, for 500. Well, there's only 300. <laughs> okay, I'll take Who's Your Daddy for 300 then. <laughs> Give me that. Okay. Uh, daddy for 300. Knolls and bugbears suffer a penalty to combat when attacking this player character race. Carlos. Oh, I didn't what get it. What are gnomes? Gnomes is correct. Uh, I would like nice. um, uh, ill, ill gotten, ill botten goody for uh, one hundred, Rob. Ill, ill botten goody for one hundred. Okay. James, I'm surprised you didn't know that one. I, I got, I this wand is a strange and unpredictable device which will generate any number of strange effects randomly each time it is used. That is James. What is a wand, wand of wonder? wonder is correct. Okay. I'll take save for half for 300, uh, Rob Alex. Save for half for 300? Oh, yeah. We're going right to the bottom. By means of this second-level spell, the druid is able to excite the molecules of ferrous metal. Carlos, oh, I had that. what is heat metal, Alex heat Rob? Metal. Heat metal is correct. I would like uh, ill botten goody for 300, Rob. Ill botten goody. There we go. I put the I put the things sure. up. Thank you, Rob. This cursed broad leather band appears to be a normal belt used commonly by all sorts of adventurers, but if buckled on, it will immediately change the sex of its wearer to the opposite gender. Carlos, on, Dan, you know that. what is a girdle of masculinity femininity, Rob? That, that is correct. I would oh. like ill ill gotten ill, Ill Botten Goody for two hundred, please. See, the problem with Carlos, he takes this too seriously. Whereas us, we're like, Meh, all right, I, don't I, don't I have a reputation. Duty for two hundred, <laughs> reaching inside, reaching That's inside right. this typical-looking sack, and it, an individual will feel a small, fuzzy object, which, when withdrawn and tossed, will this. balloon into an animal. <laughs> Carlos, yeah. what is a bag of tricks, Rob? Bag bag of tricks. <sighs> That's what it was. All right, please put down your buzzers. It... We'll take a quick uh, 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 moment to meet our contestants. The, currently, the score is Carlos, <laughs> 1,100. James, 200. <laughs> Dan, zero. <laughs> so Dan... If I get zero, does this mean I don't even get to participate in Final Jeopardy? <laughs> that is correct. That is the correct. You must, must at least be on the board. <laughs> okay. Uh, everybody take a breather. So how, this, this is Rob taking a timeout for me. <laughs> timeout. I take a sip of coffee or your beverage of choice. <laughs> Can mine be open book? Yeah. Well, 
I want to talk about my no. I want to talk about my no menagerie yes. collection that I have. Tell me about uh, that. Uh, so yeah, I I see here that you have an, uh, a collection of, of erotic gnome figures, James. That is that, that is correct. I've recreated the Secret of Gnomes uh, frolicking gnome uh, in a three D. Uh, panor- uh, what are those called? Diorama and uh, porcelain and glass wow, gnome that figures. Sounds, uh, it's the pride and joy. It sounds amazing. Collection. And Carlos, uh, it right. says here that you have a string of lovers from uh, throughout all of Greyhawk. Would you have any particular person you want to say hello to? Um, yeah, I'd like to say hello to uh, Countess Belisica of uh, the County of Ernst. And I'd also like to say hello to the Witch Queen Igulive, because if I don't, she'll turn me into a toad. And I think I'd also like to say hello to Jalarzi Salivarian, um, because if I don't, then Morgan Cain will get mad at me. Um, and I should probably also – never mind. Um, sorry, I, I've overstepped my bounds. <laughs> don't say too much. <laughs> <laughs> and, Dan, you're in this game too. Sort of. <laughs> Officially, officially, yes. I would have gotten the first one, but I was so excited I buzzed early. Did I count? It did not. not. No. Well, I'm the one who shoots early, you (laughs) said, but that's okay. I guess we don't have a problem. Let's pick up your buzzers and let's continue. Carlos, you have control of the board. Yeah, I'd like, um, who's your daddy for? uh, Has 100 been taken yet? Uh, It it uh, has. Then I would like, uh, who's? let's go with potent potables then for uh, 300, Rob. Okay, um, I seem to have made a mistake. Sorry about that. So we should all oh, just get potent potables. Potent potables for three hundred. Yes. All right. Yeah. Just a moment, please. An individual possessing this potion can quaff single gulps equal to one-eighth of the contents of the container to bestow its effects for three to six turns. Dan. I'm just going to guess. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Look at the thing again. Is, is uh, he, yeah, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry about that. Sorry. Wait, but I saw mine first, too. I'm objecting. What's going on here? I saw mine first, too. How did he do no, that? I, I see I see Grog talk first. Sorry, sorry. guys. Dan, <laughs> Clearly, I'm, I'm, I'm up first. Guys, I saw Dan's first. Dan? Oh. I'm going to get it wrong. Go I'm going to get wow. it wrong anyway. Oh, I should Go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, what is a what is a potion of invisibility? That is correct, Dan. You're on the board. And you have control. In, in, in a controversial ruling. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, guys. I can. I'm, I said before. I'm going to go by what I see in the chat. That's right. That's right. That's right. Do you, right. Do you, you mind us, uh, Alex slash uh, Rob? What's left and what uh, numbers? What? Certainly. We have, well, I'll try. <laughs> or, or at least one. <laughs> well, Who's Your Daddy for 200 oh. is available. Uh, All of Roll of Surprise is available. Uh, Potent Potables, one, uh, Save for Half, and Il Butengadi. All have elements on the board. Uh, I would like uh, Who's Your Daddy for 200, uh, Alex slash Rob. All right. For 200... Halflings may be encountered in one of two varieties, tall fellows and this type. Carlos, 
Uh, what are stout? That what are stout is correct. Uh, you and said that's, that that's all of who's your daddy. Okay, you said that there's also uh, there's still Il Bugatti left. Uh, that is. Let me scroll down a second. Yes, two, for two hundred. Oh no, man. I'm no, I'm sorry. That that has been taken. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't think I, I thought I'd taken all of those. I would like to say for half for three hundred, uh, Alex. Slash Rob. Slash Rob. Uh, stay for half. This this is a finely tuned. Uh, Three hundred has already been taken. Oh, well, then I would like two hundred, please. All right. Uh, any creature that touches an area enchanted by this third level cleric spell without first speaking its name will be subject to the magic it stores. I see James. What is a glyph, glyph of warding? warding is correct. Let me, let me mark your. Uh... I got to get more points than Dan. If I, I get on mine little, first. But, no all right, I'm going to let it go. All right, James, you have the James, you have the board. Uh, let's see. I think you said roll for surprise. The highest amount that's roll left on surprise is three hundred. Oh yes, that's what I want. Where's the daily double, Alex slash Rob? These vaguely human blobs inhabit the nine hells where they are tormented by devils. Ah, James, just a half second ahead of me. What is <laughs> James sleeps with nopes. No. What is Lemurs? He, moves, he, is, he didn't pronounce it right. Lemurs is correct. There are two, uh, there are two more in this category. He calls ahead, it a gibbering mouth or two. That doesn't count. Right. I'm I'm from New York. Everything counts. Uh, uh, I'll take it for 200 then. Roll for surprise, right? These small creatures can inflict only minor wounds with their beaks, but their touch might turn you to stone. Dan? What is Wait a second. He did that way before you were finished. He, yeah, that was it's like... It's over. I said uh, it. It's no replay. I got the answer. I already said it. What is a cockatrice? That is correct. <laughs> and, and, that gives, and Dan, that gives you control of the board. <laughs> what? It's, it's home cooking, Carlos. You're on, it's a road game, baby. It's a road game. <laughs> oh my god! How greedy? How greedy can you be, Carlos? That's brutal. That's you're brutal. Greedy, man. Is this why you played hockey? You just like crushed the team, even if they're down like twenty to nothing. You're just like shooting it in the net. No, but I do realize. I do. I I just remembered that you you're a University of Michigan fan, and that makes total sense now. Anyway, oh wow, that's how you guys right. played when we were it's up ugly. at Yost, when we were up at Yost Ice Arena. It's just how you guys played. Oh, anyway. the children <laughs> of Yost. <laughs> oh, so you played in Yost Arena? Yes, I did. I invoked Yost Ice Arena right in front of wow. you. Wow! So I the the children of Yost, right? They're very odd. So definitely, it's crazy. Yeah, the, the most foul-mouthed student section I've ever heard in my life. Oh, stop it! <laughs> okay. All right, I'm in, I'm. Dan, I, you control the board. Yes, Carlos. Shh. I control the board. Okay, what's left? Um, so there, there's a there is roll for surprise for one hundred. Potable for one hundred and two hundred, or save for half. Uh roll for surprise one hundred, Alex. Why don't you buzz in right now, Dan? 
Wow. I won the one before. Yeah, and I, I, I would like to, coming in I before would, me. I would like to remind Dan that he needs to wait until I have completed reading the question before he buzzes in. These reclusive herbivores dwell in hilly country and have a devastating charge attack. Go ahead, Dan. I don't know. James. What is a ram? A giant uh, ram. That is incorrect. Hold on, oh. hold on, hold on. Gotta, How much did I lose find for that? It. Where is it? James got something incorrect. All right. Yeah. Uh, next is Dan. What is a giant goat named Go Delicious? A giant goat named Go Delicious is correct. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> is, is against all odds, you still control the board. There is there are the only categories left are potent potables and save for half. Uh, what do we what do we have on save for half? One hundred. Uh, save for half for one hundred, uh, Alex slash Rob. The effects of this second-level magic user spell end immediately if the caster or recipient attacks any creature. Carlos. What is invisibility? Good job, Carlos. Visibility is correct. Uh, that closes I that category, leaving only potent yes. potables. Uh, I would like potent potables for 200. Alex slash Rob. Slash Red Berenson. <laughs> when this potion is imbibed, the individual becomes more charismatic. Dan? Potion of persuasion. That is a mis that is incorrect. Car Carlos? Carlos is next. What is a potion of glibness? That is incorrect. Oh, oh whoa. Whoa. Uh, James, you have the option to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I might as well be potion that of is human incorrect. control. Incorrect. The correct answer is filter oh. of persuasiveness. Oh. Oh, filter of persuasiveness. That was a rough round for everybody. Right. Uh, I, I think Carlos, you and you control the board. And the last, the last question is in the category of potent potables. Yeah, let's go for that. The entire contents of this potion must be consumed in order to restore four to ten hit points of damage. Dan? What is a potion of extra healing? That is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Dan James? never knows his potions of healing. It's what is potion that of is healing? Correct. It seems like so much. Four to ten. Yeah. I thought it was like one to eight. That's why. That's why. <laughs> it's 2d4 plus 2. Welcome wow. to first edition. All right. So. You have played the... first edition before, right? <laughs> not much. <laughs> Barely. Actually, not much. <laughs> I talk a lot about it. You guys have finished the board, and the current scores are. Carlos is in the lead with 1,200. Bet it all, Carlos. Be a man. Nice. James has 500. Dan in a surprising right. upset, has 300. Now, we are all... So what we're going to do next is everybody have a piece of paper and a pencil, please, because we don't have any particular way to do this, and you're on the honor system. I only have a pen. The, the Dan, I only have a pen. You're the one that's cheating. 
That's I'm going to first, and then somehow you do it on the, the chat because you're running this thing. You come in first. Wow. Wow. You're right, Carlos. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Evil tendencies. It's okay. real bad, isn't it, James? Yeah. I'm a good loser. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I will tell you. Apparently, based on Michigan's schedule, you oh. are a good loser. Hey, number, number four in basketball will be number three, my friend. Yeah. So we, uh, I'll tell you the name of the category. You write down how much you're willing to risk. Then I will reveal okay. the, the answer. What did you say the scores were one more time? Carlos, you have 1,200. James has 500. Dan has 300. James, don't you think Carlos should bet at all like a man? He should. That's so right. the category like that. is planes of existence. Oh, come on. Seriously? Seriously. Hey, this is a Grog Talk episode, and you cannot have a Grog Talk episode without a discussion of the planes of existence. (laughs) This is such a – this is a fact. So has everybody written – has everybody written down how much they're willing to risk? I have. Yes. Yes, I have written it down. You know what? Let me write it down in pen, actually, Rob, because you can't see the pencil on, on the screen, I don't think. Yeah, I have the pen. It's too light, I think. I have it written down. I'm ready. All right. I'm going to go from lowest to highest when the time comes. (laughs) And the question is, this twisting vortex is caused by fluctuations of the inner planes and as such is only encountered... On ethereal journeys. I'm going to take this time to recommend that everybody please download Flipping and Turning from Drive Through RPG. What is that? There are 330, currently 330 downloads. I'd love to see 10 times that as many uh, by this time next month. So tell your friends, tell your relatives, make accounts for your elderly uh, relatives and make them and download it very much. And that is all I have to say. Do, 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 boom, boom. All right, please put your pencils down. We begin with Dan. Dan, what is your answer? I said, what is the wind? Uh, that is incorrect. And how much did you, how much did you, you bet zero, which left yours at 300. Moving on to James. James, what is your answer? You wrote, what is ether storm? That was, yeah, no a, that is incorrect. You bet all of it. You're at zero. I beat James. James. That's right. (laughs) And the lot leaving you, Carlos. Carlos, what was your answer? What is an ether cyclone for one? Ether cyclone is correct. (laughs) Ah, cyclone. I knew it was. uh, And you are the the Jeopardy dog, uh, or Grog Dog Jeopardy winner. No thanks to you and your cheap ways, Dan. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's right. Wow. Your dirty Yoster Ice Arena, Red Berenson taught by <laughs> Wave. He's a good winner. 
by the way, by the way, as an aside, I have a uh, one of my close friends actually is one of the uh, Jeopardy um, the, that contest of champions thing that they had. He actually was just on uh, the uh, the chase too, and was a winner on that. His name is Michael Rankins. So shout out to him if he's watching tonight. So, Rob, 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 you get the order of the uh, the finishes. The, oh, well, finish? the, the in, in first place, which is of course all that matters, is Carlos. No, I wouldn't in say that's all that matters. In the second place, <laughs> not the 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 first loser. First loser first is loser James, is like and the second him. loser is no. No, I'm second. I'm no, second no, he's loser. saying you're the he's biggest loser. loser. The biggest loser is James with oh, zero. Oh, the biggest loser, yes. And Dan had 300 points. So, Fortune um, favors I, the bold, though. No, I, I give I give many props to James for, for, I, for going, going for it at the end. I guess so, but uh, somewhere in Las Vegas, a lot of people are getting rich uh, yeah. by, by betting that Dan wasn't in yeah. last place. So, the over-under on me was 100. Yeah, at least. <laughs> Well, what, th- what what threw me off was he actually had positive points. That kind hey, of Rob, how many would you have had, 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 really had if he didn't cheat on that one question? I mean, never mind. <laughs> I, I guess that's all. Well, I think he – I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Less than I, 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 I reject the premise of the question. I guess, I, guess, I guess Rob is right. I guess I am chaotic. <laughs> yeah, I guess you are. I guess chaotic, you are. I, chaotic I, I know. You shot first, Don. You shot first. Well, I I hope everybody enjoyed Grog Talk Jeopardy. Perhaps we'll do this again in the future uh, with our returning champion. Yeah, that's right. He has to come back. Well, well, thank thank you, Rob. Uh Uh-oh. Thank you so much for that. That was a lot of fun. Thank you for doing that uh, for us. You're welcome. All right. Well, I I know you guys got a lot of uh, stuff on the schedule, so I am going to just uh, uh, get off the line and watch. All right, sir. Well, thank you so much. We will talk to you later. All right. That was a lot of fun. Thanks to Rob for that. That was good. He is such a good guy, Rob is. He's all right. Oh, wait, are we still on? <laughs> yeah, he, yes, we're still Rob, on. Rob, we, we think very highly of Rob. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, there was only like a couple questions that were good for me, but I'm not complaining, clearly. I'm not, you know. No, I love I love the ether one. That was good. Is there a, it's, I was like, Storm. I know it's some kind of ether something. and Because the other one's uh, astral. What is it? I don't know if he watches the show or not, but that was right in my wheelhouse. Anything that has to do with uh, the planes or deities, you know I'm going I'm to I have a good shot, shot at that one. Isn't there like some wind that you're supposed to avoid or something? There's something else. Psychic wind is what you're thinking. Oh, about. that's what I was thinking. I, psychic wind is yeah, the I astral. That's when I had psychic. Because I, I actually wrote psychic. <laughs> Well, I had Aether right. I just didn't know yeah, if it was a storm right. or a tornado or uh, so it was cyclone. Uh, yeah, it's a cyclone. cyclone. Mm-hmm. Ether cyclone. Aether. We're now done, James. That's Aether. the way Jeopardy works. We're out. Yeah, that's I'm, and I'm, I you know, like a I lot don't of think things, we're going to be okay back for that, Tournament of Champions. So. Well, I think this is a good segue into the fact. No, we're not going to be back for the Tournament <laughs> of Champions. <laughs> Maybe it's more like hockey. Maybe more like hockey, where we can play in the tournament of losers, <laughs> where you know, go James for the silver. Dan, and, yeah. And, 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 yeah, and that's right. Survivor, losers exactly. island. So <laughs> true. <laughs> true. <laughs> that's true. You're a little quick on that, but that's fine. Yes. Okay. Let's see. But this is something. Hopefully, Rob will want to do at uh, Grog Oh Con, man, that would be awesome doing that live for the at Grog Con. Yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. 
That would be. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we, I'm not going to do all the announcements, but that would be a great segue. If you want to see uh, Rob do that, uh, send him a note at editor at grogcon.com with your submission for flipping and turning. So those are my two quick announcements. So we have one last thing because I know you've got some other things to do. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I did want to remind folks that you invited us to a charity event last month with for the uh, Cheetah Conservation Fund. Uh, can did. you give an update on that? Because uh, yeah, absolutely, I'd be happy to. So all said and done, uh, it was a magnificent success. Uh, we raised uh, about. Three thousand dollars. Wow, that's awesome! A little bit over three thousand dollars that we're going to be presenting to the Cheetah Conservation Fund in the form of a check. I have a meeting with um, one of the uh, people in charge of uh, the fundraisers for the CCF. Uh, a phone uh, Zoom call that we're going to be discussing exactly how and when they're going to be getting the funds. I have some really cool ideas in mind, uh, and you know what? I'll do breaking news here on, on Grog Talk. Um, every July and June, uh, CCF, anything that is donated to them is doubled, hmm. actually. So I may actually wait for the uh, June or July to present them the check because their corporate sponsors will double it. That will allow Castle Entertainment, because there's a $6,000 threshold in it, to sponsor a specific cheetah. Oh, wow. And what I'm thinking is we're going to sponsor a specific cheetah and make it kind of the mascot. And I can send everybody that was involved in it who contributed or played in a game because the CCF sends you all this information about your cheetah that you, you've sponsored. I would send it to you guys as updates and so you guys can see how the money actually benefited the life of this other creature. Awesome. Well, we're so glad to be part of it. And, and one of the things we were very fortunate, thanks to our patrons, is we did make a direct, not only did we play in the game, which was super fun, um, but we have uh, purchased a couple of the modules, and we also have purchased uh, two gift cards. And so since you're on, Carlos, I, why don't we give one of the gift cards away to one of our... Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, that our, sounds great. Uh, one, of our list, one of our patrons. Um, so we have the sack of giving stuff away. <laughs> so, you know, um, this will be- I have to give a shout out to Amanda Rue because whenever we do giveaways and stuff like that, she's the point person for that. So she was my my merchandise Valkyrie is the one who uh, who really hooked you guys up. Yep. So we've we've got a, a thirty dollar uh, gift card that you can use on CastleEntertainment.com. You can buy the uh, Tears That Forever Stain Adventure, which is the one that was specifically uh, developed for this charity event, and the proceeds of it will go to CCF still. Yes, there it is. Uh, if, you're, if you're watching on YouTube, if not, I mean, it's just so cool, the style of that. Um, or you can get something else. It's $30. You can buy uh, an ebook, and of course, you can also spend more money. That's always a good thing. So, with that said, I'm twisting, so just tell me stop when you're ready. Go ahead and stop. All right. So we have a green, a green one. So what I need you to do is I need you, if you don't mind, please roll a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. A D12, please. D12. Got it right with me? And I rolled a 12. You rolled a 12. All yes, right. I did. So... Congratulations, our dear friend, 
Tom D'Angelo, who I play with. He is he is a patron, and he is the winner of this gift card. So I will send that to him. Th- awesome. Thank you so much he, for that. He's a lucky guy. Didn't he win another one re- recently? No, he hasn't won recently. Oh, okay. Tom D'Angelo, if you're watching, if you, subsequently, if you subsequently watch this, awesome. Uh, make sure you re- uh, reach out to us. Well, we, and Carl, well, I'm sorry. Amanda's already given us the gift cards. I'm going to send it to him directly. Oh, yeah. We sent, See, we sent Amanda. Amanda's way ahead of me. Yeah, we sent we, we we purchased two modules for Dan and I since we were part of it. And we also purchased two thirty dollar gift cards that we're going to give away. Oh, that's as, awesome. As, as, as to support the, the CCF. So she that was so kind of you. Well, because what was happening was like we would, she'd send it to us and then we would send it to other people. So like, why don't we just do a gift card so yeah. people can do it directly? Save money. There. Yeah, that's perfect. That, that Carlos, makes perfect sense. You, you know, Tom, you may not know, you know, Tom, he was at GrogCon, played in that last game with me. Remember that Sunday afternoon game? That was him. He, and, 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 and you said, oh, I could select who would get the adventure. And I gave it to him because he had been talking to me before the game, how much he wanted to get a copy. And okay. so, I, I do know Tom then. That's awesome. Yep. Okay, so he gets the gift card. Uh, anything else for our fa- for folks? Uh, again, Castle Entertainment, you're on Facebook. Any other ways people can reach out to you if they don't? Yeah, you guys can always reach out to me at castleentertainment.com, or you can reach out to me through the Grogs. I'll put you in touch with me. Uh, I do want to mention that we have just released our uh, pre-orders for our newest module. It's a very exciting one because it uh, Jay Scott from um, – from Lord Gasumba's channel, uh, Twitch channel. He is the co-author of it. Okay. It's the first time I've, I've loosened the reins on Castle Entertainment material to let another, uh, uh, to collaborate with somebody on this stuff. So it's really cool. And um, I, the the pre-orders have been uh, flying off the shelves. I'm excited to be able to say that. Um, so uh, if you guys are interested in that, please reach out. And uh, there, it's on the website. Um, it's called uh, Horror in the Hools. Um yeah, uh, I, I think it's, I think you guys will like it a lot. It's got all those Lord, the cool Lord Gasumba variant rules that have made his made his game such a uh, a success over forty years of gameplay. Awesome. Well, look look forward look at for that on CastleEntertainment.com. Uh, Thanks also so much. Go out to Facebook. So again, Carlos, thank you for taking your this morning. I know you worked. Uh, and you've got lots of other things to do. We really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for killing us again. That was awesome. Oh, thanks, thanks so much, Carlos. guys. You guys have a great day. And uh, and again, thank you so much for everything you do for Castle Entertainment and for uh, that you've done for the CCF. I really appreciate it. And happy Valentine's Day to both happy of you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. All right. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Carlos. All right. So that was a lot of fun. See? It's always, you know, it, it, I always have so much fun being killed in Carlos's adventures, right? right? Being killed hard. It's always, it's always memorable. It's a memorable thing. Yep. And your characters were outstanding, so it was so much fun to play. So <laughs> Now I'm with Carlos. I, this, this is a teaching moment for me. <laughs> well, Yours is going to be the most boring character. No, I'm just teasing. That was fun. Well, we, you, know, you know we're going to die. Right. So it's not like we're... Exactly. Well, exactly. I'm glad you picked because if I was Rosie, there may have been something horribly said. We, we there may have been HR. We may have had another HR yeah, incident. A lot of inappropriate behavior. Right. So uh, that would have been that would have been uh, real real crazy. So we've got the rest of the show. Shockingly, this is action packed, which is super cool. Now people can drop off because it's going to get 
I don't know. I don't know where you come from after show tunes at this point. So. Yeah, I mean, my my favorite thing is how the fans wanted timestamps on our YouTube videos. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing says. Can we skip over portions like a request for a timestamp? <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> All right. Not everyone wants five hours. Okay. No, I know. Well, the timestamps is a godsend because even I can't stand us that long. So, you know, it's I get it. Sure. Uh, so we talked about GrogCon October 15th through the 17th, uh, 2021. We should have some more information in the next month or two. So, but save the date. If you're available, that would be awesome. Where Carlos will be there and Vic and Rob. Well, we'll probably do Grog Talk, Grog Talk Jeopardy. I think that was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. And let's see what else. Other things, uh, if you go to our Discord, uh, Grog Talk server, which is in the show notes, people are playing D&D, AD&D by post. There's two, I think there's a game going on. There's Grognard's Guild Online. Uh, they, they're playing Fridays. If you want to DM, just go out to our Discord, uh, put in game planning. They want to run a game. If you want to play first edition and you don't have access because, you know, the pandemic or people aren't playing it, we got a lot of folks who are, are doing that together. And again, thanks to Josh, uh, our, our friend from Indiana, who initially set this up, but we've got some great folks working that. Patrons, um, again, if you want to support the channel, please go to patreon.com slash grog talk. Uh, $1 a month or higher, you get new bonuses and all kinds of things. So that helps us run the channel and keep things going. Thank you. Oh yes. Thank you, Vale. Uh, the, yes, that is, uh, it's, it is not GrogCon 21 or 81 or 80. It is the convention we are hosting. I forgot. We, we, <laughs> thank you for reminding me of that. And Rob put that on discord and that was pretty funny. So yeah, I need to change that on the, uh, Grognar's Guild online. That's, that's right. It's, it is, uh, it is the, um, the the convention we are hosting. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not sure Craig Russell of Crucible is going to be thrilled with the name change, but you know, hey, listen, you know, that's right. Come to Crucible, <laughs> featuring the game, the convention we are hosting. Who's hosting? Ah, don't worry about it. Right, Asterisk, not Crucible. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not Crucible. Else. That's right. So. Um, let me, we had an iTunes review. That's always nice if you're uh, if you consume the podcast through iTunes. If you could do that, uh, New Grog, which is funny. Uh, not that's not funny, but he says well, hey, that is funny though. New Grog is funny because like it's, it's it's like an oxymoron, right? right? Exactly. It's uh, is that what it's called? The oxymoron, like jumbo oh, shrimp. Yeah, you're right. Uh, says fantastic. Keep up the good work. I rather enjoy the spell description section, and the reason we found that funny is because like. When we were planning for this, you're we like, eh, we probably should do special election every time. It's getting a little old, but New Grog loves it. So now we have to decide if we're going to put it back in. It is. It's, it's back this week. It's like the McRib, right? <laughs> That's right. It's, McRib. it's, like the, it's spicy and, and it comes, and you're not sure what it's made of, but we're going to have it. So, um, I meant it comes out periodically. Yeah, periodically. Not like you don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. We don't know what the know, it's like limited means. time only. That's right, because people and then people go crazy for it. So you're exactly right. Uh, <laughs> flipping and turning uh, is available. Uh, the next episode, episode three, comes out in about a month. I mean, this is crazy. We got three episodes. So issues, issues. Thank you. 
I keep saying episodes. We This is episodes that the magazine is issues, which means issue four is coming. If you want to contribute to that, that is editor at grogcon.com. Rob is taking submissions always. We're, we've been getting overwhelming. This thing gets bigger and bigger every time. I mean, it's, it's huge. Because because the over-under on number of issues was one. Right. And so we exceeded. We were over. Blowing it away. Totally blowing yep. it away. So that's super cool. And we have a new campaign, and the the. Grog Talk Adventures campaign is starting uh, probably the 27th. Now, I did want to talk to you real brief. You you had a great idea. Do you still think we're going to be able to do that with the prequel, or what's your thoughts on that real quick? I don't think so. We can talk. I mean, I don't know. If we, we can talk off, okay. offline about that. Yeah, I had an idea. So what we did, just to let people know what's going on, is uh, we decided to randomly roll up the characters. And right. we randomly rolled up the characters not only with gender, with all the attributes, but also with their personalities right. using the NPC charts in the DMG. And so it was just and an, an random alignment. We made one exception, right, because we got chaotic evil. And we said, well, let's re-roll that. And so yeah, so so we had these these characters, and and they let's say it was interesting. Right, it was interesting, and you know uh, we didn't record it because is it fair to say, Dan, you were a little not as prepared as you wanted to be for that event? Yeah, I mean not prepared, meaning I didn't realize it was happening. Correct, and I, I guess I should check that Gmail. I have many. I'm the man with many email accounts. So so the the interesting. The characters, all four of them, also had something in common, which was right. interesting. Right. The story kind of wrote itself, the backstory, which lent itself to, a to the possibility of a prequel right. if we wanted to do it. But I didn't know how much you liked the idea because you're very nice. No, oh, I, you love it. It. I think it would be great. because, But that may be something that Carlos or you – because I think it's yeah. the way you did it. As a, as, I don't want to spoil more, but it really falls in – I just don't think we'll have enough time. Yes. The, so. It would be more Carlos's or Vic's jurisdiction is what you're – or, or in their skill set right. is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. It would be. It would be. So we, need, All right. we may need to follow up with Carlos. I know he's super busy, but if he would like to do that or Vic, we'll have to see uh, if we're going to do a prequel. But we're not going to get it done before the start of the, of the thing. So we're going to have to leave the backstory a little bit of a mystery. When we start mm-hmm. on the 27th, Rob is DMing. I've, I, I've been, I have invited our gold level and higher patrons. Um, once I get, once they book, then we'll open it up to our Electrum and then Silver until we get the uh, stat, until uh, we get the seats filled. Um, which means that's starting uh, February 27th from 12 to 6 Eastern Standard Time. And then two months from now, I will run. And then two months from now, Dan will run. And it will be a six-session campaign. How's that sound? Sounds great. All right, those are the announcements. So now we're ready for the best of now, February 1981. Are you ready for this? I am indeed. Uh, can you guess the number one song? Eddie Money. I'm going to keep saying Eddie Money until I'm right. It's it's a, a Cool in the Gang celebration. Really? So that's 1981. I always thought that was older. So that's interesting. I think I've got that right, unless my my Googling is wrong. Um, I'm sure people out there can confirm it. Okay, you ready for the lineup? Sure. For whatever reason, I only have ABC, BBC One. BBC One, okay. <laughs> and NBC. Why wouldn't no you CBS. have that? Right? No CBS. Uh, no. CBS did not appear. But, you know, look, we don't need CBS because ABC is going to crush it, okay? What I did was 
I think I did, I want to say this uh, Tuesday night, okay? This was for February 3rd, 1981, Tuesday night, because we can't just keep doing the same day. Okay, ready for this? 8 p.m. Happy Days. Happy Days. Hmm. And it's an episode called Welcome to My Nightmare, a.k.a. The Horror Show. And I don't know if Fonzie has jumped the shark by this point or not. I just don't know. Yeah. And he said, yeah. You know what's coming on at 8.30, don't you? After Happy Days? Come on. Was Laverne and yeah. Shirley? You got it. Yes! Come on! And you know, this is interesting. This is kind of a combo of our, our incomprehensible death today. Laverne and Shirley's episode is Love Out the Window. So it's Love Out the Window and Welcome to My Nightmare on Happy Days. So, right? Don't you think that's well, kind of that's bizarre? Kind of, and one of the folks just died from Laverne and Shirley recently. Was it Squiggy? I think he just died. I think that's right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, can you, nine o'clock, getting harder. Nine o'clock. Can you get not? This is this is this is an incredible lineup. I think actually the reason why there's no CBS, I think it was just like static. They're just like, look, we're we're not even competing. Nine o'clock. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, it's the show where there's always a misunderstanding. Uh, I, I don't remember. I'm not going to. Three's company. Oh, Three's company. Of course. Janet's secret is on is on tonight. Uh, Nine thirty. Too Close for Comfort, A Fine Romance, and 10 o'clock, Heart to Heart. Oh, Heart to Heart. Yeah, I used to watch that's, that. That's, that's a great lineup, that isn't is it? That's a good lineup. Yeah, we used to watch that Tuesday night. Absolutely. Compare this to NBC. Lobo. Oh, Lobo. <laughs> BJ and the Bear. Oh, BJ and the Bear. Hey, Bear, you're being too rough on the BJ. Uh, the- <laughs> And Flamingo Road. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't tell any of those. Okay. Right? Of course not, because we're all watching Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, right. Three's Company. And just quickly, some of the things that – you know, this is this book. I'm getting angry at this book. Hmm. This book is yeah. just reminding me how old I am. Your six, your six dollars of pain? Okay. Yes. Because you know what, what they're giving us? They're not giving us like this thing happened in 1981 like I would remember. Like, oh, brings me back. Right. It tells me things like on Sunday, January 25th, 1981, the singer Alicia Keys is born. Yeah, no one cares about that. Right, the 28th of January, Elijah Wood is born in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I always thought he was English for some reason. Um, Thursday, January 29th, it's announced that the Japanese car from Nissan will manufacture Datsun cars in the UK. Is that the first part? Is Datsun? That's the first time for Dots, Datsuns, Datsai in 1981? I was Yeah, Datsun was what we knew. Nissan was later. I'm like, what's a Nissan? Oh, it's a Datsun. Oh, so they're just manufacturing them in the UK. That's all that means. Who cares? Justin Timberlake is born on the 31st. Who cares? And, um, okay, the only one mildly interesting is today, 40 years ago. Okay? I'm going to give you the blanks. You try to get this. Blank? Proposes marriage to blank. January 6th. I'm sorry, February 6th, 1981. Uh, Prince Charles to Diana. You, sir, are a treasure. Because you, you love the royals. You are absolutely correct. You, you clearly were holding back in jeopardy. That's right. Well, well <laughs> the, ether, the ether cycling is still. Oh, that's still ridiculous. You're bitter? Yeah, I'm still bitter. 
Oh, he's upset. Wow, you're going to be like angry for a long time. No, about that, I'm just my, my knowledge is not as well. I know it's not as nearly as encyclopedia. <laughs> so, as you're, so you're going to spend the weekend just pouring over the books. That's right. I'm going to get this right. I'm getting ready for Grand Con. Exactly. So that's 1981. Uh, yes. And I believe – I didn't have my convention schedule. I believe Gen Con South is coming up. It's coming, it's, it's coming up, and by the way, uh, Leroy 20, who is a you know dear friend of us from, from Western Canada, one of our a, things was, uh, segments was sponsored by a game, uh, show, a game store in British Columbia on this road, and he took a picture of it. He's never, he hadn't gone on that road for years, and he took a picture of it and put it up there. It was super cool. Is it, is, it a store, is it just like a field now? Yeah, the store is gone, but the road is, I oh. guess the road is, it's actually got a Wikipedia entry because it goes through multiple counties in, in British Columbia. So it's, it's. You should put a little shrine, you know, with like the little, you put the flowers with and the things. the three-headed doll. That's what we should put. With the three-headed doll there. <laughs> That's at the crossroads. That's right. See? I, I like that. We need to get that doll away, right? Like that, we should have that for sale at the convention. Maybe, perhaps that? Vic could make the three-headed doll. Yeah, get, he could get with Carlos and find out what this three-headed doll is, and that yeah. that doesn't creep you out when you come back to your hotel room. Ah, you see yeah. that? We could donate it to like sick kids, <laughs> like if in the hospital, they could. Here you go. With three heads looking different ways. Yeah. That's horrible. For kids, you don't have toys for Christmas. Yeah, that's that is. Toys for tots. We should give you toys for tots. <laughs> to- terrifying toys for tots. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you've you've been bad. All right. So, uh, what else did we have? So we're done with 1981, February 1981. Yeah, I mean, unless you know, I could look for the convention schedule. You want me to be right back? Hold on. No, not really. Can... Well, let's keep going. Make some... That's a yes. Okay, I'll be right back. Yes, Can make some. Yeah, just keep talking. Okay, so we're going to keep talking because apparently we have to have the convention schedule from 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 1981 coming up. For those who are, we're going to do the random encounter. We are going to do spell selection because it's added by popular demand. Miscellaneous magic. Okay. So yes, hey, you're back. right now, 40 years ago today, happening right now, I don't know why people aren't there, but you should be at Gen Con South starting today through the 8th, um, February 14th through the 16th, Dun- Dundercon 6, a fantasy role-playing and science fiction gaming convention to be held at the Leamington Hotel. It's at 19th and Franklin Streets in Oakland, California. $12 pre-registration to the 15th, 15th thereafter. Hotel room requests should be made to the hotel, not to the organizer's convention registration. Please send it to Dundracon 386 Alcatraz Avenue Wow. Uh, in Oakland. And then I think uh, one more coming up. I should note StellarCon 6. February 27th through March 1st, sponsored by the Science Fiction Fantasy Federation to be held at UNC Greensboro, University of North Carolina at Greensboro. It'll be featuring games, lectures, exhibits, costume contests. For more information, please contact David Allen, Box 4, EUC, UNC Greensboro, Greensboro, North Carolina. Was that kind of like the beginning of cosplay? I wonder how old cosplay is. How far back Mm. does cosplay go? Because if you're going to have a costume, apparently, then you start doing yeah. the game, LARPing or whatever it is. LARPing or cosplay. I wonder how old so maybe, it is. Yeah, maybe it started at StellarCon 6. Maybe we get we could track David Allen down. Uh, I'm assuming he got his degree at UNC Greensboro at some point. Right, and and they're all 6, so that means they a lot of these conventions started oh, in 1975. Huh? You're right. Too. That's right. Dun, and that's a terrible name, isn't it? Yeah, Duntracon? What does that mean? I don't know. Duntracon 6. 
and Stellar Con 6, but it's going to be Alcon 2 in March at Rice, but that's we'll talk about that later. So OD&D comes out 74. People start thinking about it. They start having conventions 75. Yeah, what was Stellar Con 1 doing? What were they playing? Well, you'll have to call the Federation, whatever that thing was called. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. David Allen, let us know. We're, right. we're interested. We're interested. That's 1981. Yeah, not a lot happening. Well, you know, Princess Di, that was kind of interesting. Oh, safety Dance. That's good. Uh, oh, Safety Dance. I love that song. That, to me, is a top 10 80s song. People, terrible video. Yeah, What's that guy doing? That little guy doing? Terrible. Well, and just like <laughs> people love Come On Eileen. I don't know. It's yes. Okay. That seems yep, to be like uh, the uh-huh. aha take on me. That's later, but it's oh yeah, that is true. I'm that talking true. early '80s. Is like mm-hmm. in a, uh, the fix those type of things for popular. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we digress shockingly yet again. Now it is time for random encounter. Well, let's do it. Okay, you want to give a dorso roll? Yep, I can do that. Do it. So our champion is still the basilisk. Five monster manual two. Do we, do we have a name for the basilisk? Basil. Basil. <laughs> it depends where you are. Where right. you are. Across the pond. Okay. So, sir, I need you to roll a d10. Five. I think we're in a dungeon, but we may not be. No. We are outdoor. Outdoor. Oh, good. I now need you to roll a d6. Six. Okay. We are in a tropical and subtropical civilized region. I now need you to roll a D6. D6. Three. We are in the forest. I now, of course, need you. We've come to the end of our journey, a D8 and a D12. Subtropical forest. Or tropical. tropical. So it could be a jungle, basically. Eleven. Herd animal. I, I pretty good comment. We've already had a herd animal. Yeah, I think we've had a herd animal, so we can't have another herd animal. No. Fourteen. Character party. We've run into a party. We cannot randomly roll an entire party. No. There are rules for that, as you know. Yes. You pointed that out to me in the back of the DMG to randomly roll a party, right? Yes, a character party. I don't feel like rolling a character party. That's too long. <laughs> I'm talking about the whole party? No, that's not I don't think so. Ten. Elephant. Elephant. That's new. Yeah, let's do it up. Well, we did. We don't. No, we no, did an elephant. Say, an elephant charged. Did an elephant charge? Yeah, the elephant charged. This is getting rough. This is getting rough. Okay. Uh, eight. <laughs> Aphrodite's angry at us. Eight. That's right. Eight. Sturge. We've not had a sturge. All right, sturge. I like it. And it's got a great picture. It does. We like the sturge. We love the sturge. It's not good. It's not a good day for the sturge to show up, but hey. So it's sturge versus <laughs> basilisk. <laughs> This is, uh, I mean, the basilisk probably, sturges are probably just like, you know, horse flies to the basilisk, don't you think? It's kind of annoyances. It's kind of flying around. And the basilisk, like, get away from me. Well, basilisks are not very large. They feel large, but they're not. They are. Listen, you know what I'd like? I'd like to mention something, James. I'd like to mention how important the show has been to me because you do realize. I never would have gotten cockatrice, cockatrice, mm-hmm. had it not been for the show, right? Because that was a Thanksgiving episode. It's exactly. the turkey, the turkey of D and D, right? It is the turkey of D and D, absolutely. That right? Okay, so I have learned something. I thought you'd be proud of me to get cockatrice. You did, even though you cheated. I don't know if you cheated on that one, but 
No, I think you were cheating because twice I saw mine go up first, you're and not, so did Rob. You're not letting And then yours go. came up later, but it came up above mine. And so I think it was fair to do one and one like that. Okay, so here's, of course, that great – we're on page 93 of the Monster Manual. Yep. A wonderful picture, right? Yep, yep. He's got to be kind of low level because should you really be dying from Sturges? Well, I guess we'll find out. Okay, don't look at it. Oh, sorry. I'm not looking at it. Okay. Frequency. That I did not see. I'm going to say rare. It's uncommon. Oh, wow. Mildly disturbing. Number appearing. There should be a bunch. I'm going to say 2 to 24. That's pretty good. 3 to 30. Okay. And that's, of course, that's, that's what makes this disturbing. Yeah. Obviously. AC. It's not great. 6 or 7. 7? 8. Seven. Eight. Okay, eight. eight. Um, all right, movement. Wow, do you know they can move on the ground? What's their movement? They can walk. I'm going <laughs> to say they... six on the ground and 18 in the air. They're not that, fa- well, they're not that fast on the ground. Three, so they're kind of slow okay. on the ground. They're kind of waddle. Yeah, they're going in circles because their wings are damaged. Uh, 18. 18 in the air. You were correct. Okay. 18. Yep. Um, they're not super so fast. It, does a Sturge have a – I was very disappointed to learn. I did not find a – and uh, a maneuverability rating for oh, really? nightmares. Oh, nightmares. nightmares. Mm. Well, the Sturge probably does, uh, I would think. Okay, percent and le- – oh, hit dice. Well, I know they're one something. One plus two, one plus three, one plus one. I'm going to say one plus two. One plus one. That's oh, pretty good. Okay. Um, percent and layer? 70%. 60%, so that, that's fine. I don't know what their layer is. They actually have a treasure type. Yeah, they, you find treasure up there. And what do you, it's got to be one of the bad ones, don't what, you think? What, no? what letter is it? Oh, my gosh, it's a D. Oh, that's good. Wow. So they've got – they could have thousands of co- – so I always thought this odd. So if it's 1 to 8, that's 1 to 1,000 to 8,000? Yes. Like a 10%. It's like a cliff. It's like they don't have like five. It's either they've got like a ton or nothing. Or, or, or not right. So they have a 50% chance of thousands of silver. Electrum, fifty percent chance of one thousand to six thousand gold. Yeah, that's insane. They have thirty percent chance of one to ten gems, twenty five percent chance of one to six jewelry, any fifty percent chance of any two maps or magic plus one potion. So I always think huge score. So to me, treasure type is something that gives clues to the behavior of the monsters. Yep. So. They, they are, they're definitely, I mean, it's not like they're spending gold. No. Right? No. I mean, is the storage at the market like buying a, a, a donut? No. I don't correct. think so. That's right. So they're hoarding. They just, they like treasure to have treasure, do you think? They like to kill and take? Or, or it's the way they are based on their ecology, which is, right? They're usually in caves or caverns, right? We haven't read that. So that's part okay, of what you sorry. should read. All right, and so all right, so they of course they're going to have a special attack that we'll hear about, and uh, their animal intelligence, their alignment is neutral as it should be if you are animal intelligence, and they are small size. Now this to me is disappointing. I don't think we actually know how small they are, and it always disappoints me when we get the size of a creature, but we don't see like Sprite on the top left there. You see Sprite says two feet tall in parentheses. Sturge doesn't tell us, which disappoints me. Okay. Sturges are found only in very dark, tangled forests or in subterranean lairs. They lay in wait for warm-blooded creatures 
swoop down, and when their long, sharp proboscis is attached, the blood of the victim is drawn through to be eaten. So they're basically, they're, they're big mosquitoes, is right. that right? That's right. Treasure, as Vale just said, they're treasure-drinking mosquitoes, exactly. Yes. Sturges attack as if they were creatures with four hit dice. No, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. than one plus. oh that's rough. The Snaky Proboscis. That's a good character name, Snaky Proboscis. Or a band name. Snaky Proboscis. And sure. now, the Snaky Proboscis. Yeah. From the very dark tangled forest, <laughs> Snaky Proboscis. Um, Sturgis, okay, so uh, the Snaky Proboscis of the Sturgis flicks one to three hit points. So it comes at me, and if it hits me, it's stuck in me for one to three. And what I like about this is even if I'm wearing plate mail, I understand I have a lower AC because of that. Right. But if they hit me, it's like they found like a little seam or something. Right. Or they're in your neck or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, each melee round after striking until it has drained 12 points value in blood. The Sturge drains blood equal to one to four hit points. So, so it hits me. Now, when it hits me, it's each round after. Okay, right. so next round. One to four, and that's all blood, bloated with blood. So you can see them, like kind of. I guess like, so like that belly is kind, kind of red and yeah. bulbous. Yeah, that's right. They're yeah, they just get right. filled up. You see their tank filling up like a yeah. Their eyes like rolling in the back, that's and right. there's like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> it looks a little bit like uh, your character in Olympus now or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. The pool. <laughs> it's, it's Hallmark. Hallmark. That's Hallmark's look. Hallmark the voyeur. Well, that's terrible. <laughs> You're in like an eternal peep show, aren't you? Yes. Wait, but wait, wait, but wait a second. Didn't he say? Doesn't Hallmark get to touch the other ones? I, don't I know. thought well, you didn't hear that. I thought I thought you'd been quite interested to know. Okay, my, uh, my, I only had eyes on on. But don't make me sing again. I'm gonna have to sing it. Please, yeah, yeah. We don't go down that road again. Maybe you should do a you should do a show. <laughs> that the Hallmark stealing. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, straight from Evergreen Pool on Olympus, it's Hallmark stealing hearts. Right. Hey, <laughs> hey lo- love you. <laughs> <laughs> Detecting e- He'll sing such classics as Detecting Evil. <laughs> Playing with my dice sack. It's, it's, it's all the classics you know from the podcast. Well, Romko presents Hallmark. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to get sued. Is Hallmark shut down, didn't they? I think Hallmark's so. I don't, I don't know. I haven't been to a mall like everyone else. It was good. That, that was funny, straight from the mall. Because, yeah, that's exactly right. That Hallmark is, I wasn't thinking along those lines, but that is very early 80s mallish without a doubt, isn't it? Exactly. Next, across from the Orange Julius. Okay. Uh, yeah. A storage drain, 12 hit points worth, will flap off to digest its repast. Oh, I love it. Repast, the what a only, word. Isn't that great? The only method to detach a storage from its prey is to kill it. Okay, so I can't even try to whack at the, the proboscis. I've got to kill the creature. Okay. So my only goal is to, oh, wait, I'm never going to kill you because once I get 12 hit points of blood from the basilisk, I'm leaving. Yep. If, and I think that I should be declared a winner then, huh? Right. Well, uh, well, yeah. Well, that's well assu- I guess, look, that's assuming that's you get there. I was going to say, that's not, we'll, 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 we'll cross that proboscis when we get there. The feathers of a sturge are rusty red to red-brown. Its eyes and feet are yellowish. The dangling proboscis, I like how this is a dangling. So do you think it's not, uh, it's not uh, 
how shall I say this? Erect. Okay. It's flaccid. Yes. I mean, it says the dangling. Mm-hmm. So is it like kind of? Is it floppy? Yeah. I, no, you never stick it in then. No, it's it. I think dangling in relation, it's got to be rigid enough to penetrate flesh. All right, let's just move on. <laughs> and, and violate no, the skin. Uh, breaking right, Hallmark, it. Hallmark, you're not in Olympus. Hallmark, you're not actually, you do realize you're not actually Hallmark stealing hearts, right? You're James. Okay, <laughs> come back, back to the prime material plane. Okay, the dangling proboscis. That's a good band too, dangling proboscis. Right, as opposed to the sharp proboscis. So what was the other one? They're often confused. Yeah, what was the... Uh... I don't, we've already forgotten. Sharp proboscis was one. No, there was another one too. Snakey proboscis. <laughs> They're and then dangling. Right. There's a lot of confusion about those two bands. Oh, it gets worse. Keep reading. Oh, okay. The dangling proboscis of a sturge is. <laughs> no, just... That's why the dice don't lie. This is perfect. You've been waiting. You knew it was coming. <laughs> Oh man! No, what, what, was that? what was that, Dan? Lie. What was that, Dan? The dice don't lie. What, this is what the about this dangling proboscis? Okay, the dangling, James. Okay, it's not 1981. You're not. You're not 10. All right, come on, come on, Hallmark. The dangling proboscis of a sturge is pink at the tip, fade, fading to gray. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Fading gray where? Where is it? Yours fades, yours fades to gray. To, at what? At what? <laughs> All right, let's. No, let's you didn't finish this. You didn't finish the sentence. Gray at the base. At the base of what? The dangling the proboscis. proboscis, which has a pink head, yeah. pink tip, base. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> he, he said proboscis. He said base. <laughs> no treble. Sorry, there you go. Even more bad. <laughs> he said tip. <yeah. laughs> All right, let's do combat. So wait a minute. Before, before we get into it, go ahead. I'm sorry. You need to do the warning. You do need to do the warning. I oh, yeah, the we haven't warning. talked about it. I warned the people you, you, right from the beginning. This is the Valentine's, and you're asking middle-aged men to be uh, mm-hmm. not ridiculous, which is it's, right. that's a bridge too far. Right. This should be like, um, what was the uh, Bo Derek movie? Was it Bolero is unrated? Remember that? It was like they just didn't give it was a rating. It 10 or Bolero? Bolero was the thing. 10 was the movie, right? Bolero was the yeah, song. No. That's not well, Okay, whatever. I said, all right. Anyway, oh, wait, let's talk about need... Sturge before we get into it because yeah. the st- Sturges are classics. Everyone loves. They're very no, easy players, to throw. Players hate three Sturges three. because – but they also present a challenge, which I'm curious because you have run them and so have I. This is what typically happens. The Sturge, because they attack at four hit dice – they, if, you're, if they're, they're for low-level parties, they hit a character, they've affixed themselves, their proboscis base slams into the character, they start sucking out blood, and then it comes down to the, how do you adjudicate the attacking of the Sturge that's on the player? It's kind of like the green slime. Yeah, Visually, yeah. it, it makes perfect sense, and it's really cool. You've got this mosquitoes sucking the life out of you but there's no mechanic of or you know do you keep it simple or do you make it because what you know 
What have been the challenges that you've seen when you, when a Sturge is introduced? As if you're well, yeah, I mean, obviously, as, as the DM, you're thinking there's a good chance to hit the player. I, I, this is what I would like to suggest as a possibility. We do have we do have missile weapons into melee rules, correct? Mm-hmm. So you could analogize it to that, which would be now. Now this, the good news is the Sturge is smaller. The guy is is oh actually it would be the opposite right yeah, actually it's large bad for, it's bad for the thing right yeah I mean I guess what I would do I mean I think the way I tip typically you know I'm not a big fan of a lot of rules I know that's weird because I'm being accused of the if there is a rule you should follow it right you know I I mean I would be tempted just to be like I would pro- I don't know how I did it I mean I my guess is I probably uh, 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 winged it no pun intended and said something like okay. But if it's like 18 to 20, you hit the guy. How would you play it? Well, I've seen it different ways. I like your idea. I think that's – well, I've done it. If you miss more than five, you can hit. That's a good, that's a good one too. That, that, that makes more sense. That's better than mine, yeah. Um, because it shouldn't have the same – you shouldn't have the same chance to hit. You know, again, there's different arguments. On the one hand, right. it's affixed to the person's body. Um, the, guy, the guy or gal, whoever's hit, I'm sure they're trying to – get off, which is another topic. So, you know, the arguments for the same armor classes, well, he's, if he's not flying around, that makes him easier to hit, but you oh. also have to be careful because you don't want to hit your buddy. Um, oh, wait, can we talk about that? That's in the DMG. There are bonuses for what, if you are like not moving, right? Where, where, where this, that's a very good point. I mean, that's fair. I mean, you should get an increased I mean that eight. You know what's interesting is that they're an AC of eight, yet they are they have an eighteen movement. Like I wonder what the what is like for a large bat. Is that fiend folio? What is what's the AC? I would think that you'd have a low AC if you have a decent movement. Maybe it has to do with your aerial. Well, eighteen. What is eighteen? Is not great flying around. That's pretty slow. Oh, is it really? Yeah. For fun. Oh, yeah, for giant bats are eight as well. Hey, can we look up there? maneuverability because i wonder if that makes a difference i mean i'm trying to get a sense are they are they like mosquitoes that are just kind of hovering around or are they like dive bombers you know what i mean yeah i feel like they're more dive bombers you see them sort of like slowly float in front of the tv well ordinary bats are ac8 as well and 20 but they move at 24 so they these Mm. move slower than bats where is well giant bat is 18 no the ordinary bats 24 yeah. Yeah, but giant, giant is eighteen. Right, so they're okay. like giant. Okay. Because they're giants are small. Giant bats are actually okay. But where's the aerial? We were at there recently because I remember recently, as in the last episode. Yes. Yeah, like traveling, right? Correct. So it that, was in like the travel park. that's in page fifty something, fifty one. Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. Well, if I guess gonna, I don't know if it's going to be in there because you can't fly them. There are other flying creatures. I don't see sturges there. Unfortunately. So wait, we does that mean we don't have a class? Correct. Or there? We don't have a class. Oh wait a second, this is interesting. So why? So you only have classes because this was for aerial combat when you're riding it as a steed or fighting it in the air. Yeah. But but you're fighting a sturge in the air. Well, you're not. Oh, you're, you're not, not in the air. air. Right. I mean, oh, I've got like a potion of flying or something. Yes, you know? that's right. Oh, so we don't know. So we have no information on how sturges, what, the, what they're like. Well, you, I, so you think they're dive bombers. 
I definitely think they're dive bombers. I think, and, and I would look at things that move similar rate, 15 or 18, and go, they generally don't fly very well. Okay. Class C, class D, nothing of 18 moves great, except so, for a Quattle. Quattle moves very fast, A. Is that the real guy that I can have as a, uh, if I'm a magic user? That's Pseudo Dragon, I think. Oh, okay. Quattle, it looks like a snake with a wings, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, so, but it brings can up we a, look? I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I just want to make sure that we talk about the if there are additions when it's attached, because I think that's – you're right. I mean, because the, the players shouldn't get the short end of the stick only. If they're going to have a, ch a chance to hit the other opponents, I mean, the, the person who is attached, they should also get an increased chance to hit the Sturge. It can't be ACA. Right. So there's right? two parts. There's the chance of hitting the Sturge, and is there a chance to hit the person that's, if, that the Sturge is affixed to? Right. And where it's got to be in combat. The well, plus is like is on. Page 67 has some of the bonus special to hit bonuses. If you're encumbered, stunned, or magically slept, that's that's the first part. Oh, yeah, or partially bound, opponent stunned. Of all those, I would think he's not, is he totally, no, he's not totally immobile. Right. I, I would be going plus four on that chart, but there's another chart too, isn't there? Well, there's. Within Go ahead. Yeah, well, like in the back and invisible. Well, invisible's plus four or something to that effect. Yeah. That's right. that's on page 60. Check each round. Any attacks occur minus four and attacking creature. It's not all in one place. Yeah. So, so you, not it's... Thank you. Thank you, Elbow of Alacrity. Central American is the Quattle. So oh. very good. Oh, giant owl moves at 18. All right, so, I had so, it. so Lloyd says, you can choose your target in the case of things like beholder eye stocks without penalty. Um, based on that precedent, I don't impose any penalty to attacking Sturgis sucking on a PC. That's fair. But I, th I still think there's two parts to it. One is the chance of the player hitting, and we're talking about an external player hitting the victim, the sturge that's on the victim, and then oh, yeah, and then there's missing, and then the th other part is because what does the players always want to do? They want to grab the sturge and pull it off. It doesn't say. It says if if you're going by your rule, which is if it doesn't say you can't do it, doesn't it say the only way is to kill it? Right. Well, they want to they they want to pull it off and punch it or rip it off. I don't know. You know, pummel it basically. So I guess you could do pummeling rules then, that you're actually beating it. Mm. But they always want to do that. They always want to pull it off and leave the proboscis shooting blood oh. out and th throw it at them. Here's what this it says: the only method to detach a sturge from its prey is to kill it. Right. So that's, so that's three. yeah. So you can punch it, but it will not uh, attach. It and won't you can try attach. to pull it. It's you not going to come up. Yeah, you have to beat it to death, or you have to hit it with your. And then the question is: Okay, I have a two-handed sword. I can't. Can are we going to allow people to hit themselves with their two-handed sword? My answer would be no. You can't do that. Oh, so I've got right. So now you get the issue of the character trying right. to exactly. That's that. That's, yeah. I mean, if it's like behind, it's in the back of your. There's got it. I mean, I would allow it, but there's got. 
that could be like you miss, you hit yourself. Yeah, stop hitting yourself. Right? I mean, or something that could be. So I guess there's a lot that you have to do. What would you give the? I mean, oh, I'm angry. I have somewhere I have other rules. I have all the rules. Well, there's rear attack and and other things like I'd that. I would. What would you give? I'd give plus four. But if you give plus four, your plus five rule might push out any chance of hitting the person. Because if you are Sturge's AC8 right. and you're a plus four to hit, you then, if you do your plus five rule, there may be no chance to hit the, uh, the person. And that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, that's, to me, I wouldn't give it, I think there is the thing of their normal AC is eight and they're flying around. Mm-hmm. So you think flying is part of their armor class. Yeah. But we don't do that for anything else. Like, if you're not moving, you're still the same armor class today. It's true. It doesn't, under your rule, it doesn't say the AC is different. And it could be because of their hide. Right. Yeah, and you know, eight, eight is already so high anyway. Oh, interesting. So what you're thinking is no adjustment on right. the AC. Well, the AC. Okay, well, no, that makes sense. But yeah, no, because you you use it with the other rules. The AC is still eight, but aren't they the equivalent of an opponent held by both legs, slowed or par- well, partially that's, bound? That's assuming the other person is not moving. If if the other person says, "I stand still," so that the guy can get it off of me. Get off! They're all running around. Get it off! Get it off! Right. Get it off! Or they're trying to smash it themselves. Right. Uh, so you're right. Yeah. I, then it almost. That's true. You really, then, it should be based upon the dexterity of the victim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my point of all this is something that seems so simple. The, the thing attaches. If you have Sturges in your early campaign, you need to figure this out. Because this is one of the first. It's not like a goblin. I fight the goblin, the goblin. Right. This one, there's a lot of variance. And if you're not clear, this is the first one of the first opportunities in an early game for rules lawyering. And... Yeah, that's true. I've done that with you know with with giant bats. I've I've had to deal with that as well. I think they grab on, and it is true because if if you don't have it down, the players are going to be lobbying hard because there's no clear rules. Right. And yeah, that's going to be an early, you're right. There'd be early tension between the players and the DM and how the DM rules this. So the DM really need you're right. The DM needs to have it up front and state it right up front. This is the way it's going to go or down. you go with what you say and be convincing. Because if you're going, hmm, I don't know, or this and that, that's as soon as you say, hmm, I don't know, that's when they, that's when it comes. So the play, all the play, the oh, it's all over. Yeah. You might get to retire. You know, so the, uh, and the other players will be like, don't move, don't move. What do you mean, don't move? You know, all, all right. right. So, so that sounds like a lot of fun. So yeah. So and, and I do think that the, the key thing with them is they have to be killed. So you, you eliminate because they all they all want to pull it off to stop the you know the sucking. And so sad, too bad. That's that's not in the oh, yeah. Room. And, and and the initial hit does one to three. Right. So then it's one to three. Then it's one to four each round thereafter. Right. Oh, it would really stink if you were alone. Don't don't adventure alone in very dark, tangled forests or in a subterranean lairs, because just one of those things gets on you, and he's, like, in behind you. You're dead. Well, I should be, I could be, like, doing that. that no, I just got to be something like a minus. I mean, it's like, I, I've got a dagger. Yeah, I'm true. Yeah, if you, or if you, but if you have a long sword, that's, a long sword's, you know, two feet yeah. plus. I mean, you're not going to get a good hit on it. <laughs> yeah, that's not, so let's see what's happening in this picture. Yes. Can we talk about it? Go ahead, what's it? Talk about it. 
Well, there's one. There's one. He's he's in this in the mushroom. He's got him in the bag. He right. he seems to be venturing alone. First mistake. That's his first mistake. And what is armor is he wearing? Is he even just like nothing? It's like, well, it's like it's like Glade's <laughs> chain shirt. It's... And, and look, he has exposed flat. Look, his arms and legs. Right. It's a chain See, shirt. That's all he's got. He looks like he remember the village people. What is he? What outfit is that? It's all he could afford. Okay. That's you know, some people aren't dressed as good as others. Well, that's true. He he didn't get a good role on the uh, role on his money. Skull pieces. You're right. And the stupid DM was like, "Sorry." Yeah. And um, so yeah, so the surgeon's got him in the back. Oh, he's a, what's weird about it is he seems to have been hit. Oh, he's been hit twice. See, there's blood. Yeah. And they've left, which means he's already lost. 12 points plus, yeah. There's two of them, 24. He's already down 24 hit points. Right. He was a big fighter. He, so that oh. he, that's even more disturbing. He should have got better armor. He grabbed one. Do you see he's got one in the hand yep. down there? So he did grapple one. Well, he, he came. No, yeah, but he, yeah, but it came off. Yeah. He, died. he probably came off and was bloated. Right, full of blood. And he's trying to crush it. And the rest are all coming. So that's what happens when you're dead. The rest just come and just feast on all your blood, right? I guess. until, the, But I think they like live blood. Like I don't know if they... Oh, but if you just died. Yeah, true. Well, all right. Look, the one on the right is kind of dangling, and the one, the other one is some, with some his, are dangling. With his proboscis? Yeah, the one on the right is kind of dangling. The other one is not. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right, so... Anyway, surges are good fun, but you gotta you gotta be consistent with that. And they will kill your first level party. If there's a if there's a if the if the magic user doesn't cast sleep and there's like six surges, that may end the party. First level. They'll wipe them out. Yeah. Yeah, the surge TPK. So I guess sleep, yeah, sleep sleep works on anything. It, well, anything under four hit dice, it has a chance. It definitely has a chance. Yeah, because there if you have half weight chainmail and shield, AC four. They have a 14 to chance to hit you. I'm sorry. They have a 11. They hit 50% of the time. That's pretty amazing. So, but I am not yeah. a Sturge. I am a Basilisk. Yes. So let's roll for surprise. Okay, let's do it. I rolled a two. Oh, this I, rolled a two. Oh, I rolled a two. Oh, that's too bad. We're both very surprised. I'm surprised. We're staring at each other for like... 12 seconds. Well, you are surprised still. So you're surprised. We have to roll to see if you see a gaze before initiative. Um, so oh, my gosh. That's right. The basilisk. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is terrible for me. Yeah. Hang on. Where's the... You okay, need... we're going to the monster manual, too? Yep. Drasilisk. Yep. We're used... So for those playing at home, we use the gaze rules, uh, which are... Because again, gaze was never really clear, but they came out later in Monster Manual Two under Dracolix or Dracolis. Oh, I can't remember. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it. We can say anything wrong. These demons, jeez Louise. Fifty-five. We're going to talk about one of them. Page fifty-five. Dracolis. Monster Manual Two. Dracolis. Yeah. Okay. Chance of meeting the gaze of a Dracolis or any large creature using gaze weapon or as follows: Add one. It's a creature. Is man size? That's what you are. You're man size. So we're adding one. It's uh, right? no. The basilisk is small. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the. Uh, I'm sorry. Medium. Basilisk medium. Is medium, right? Yep. So add one. Add one. I am so, completely surprised. That's right. Oh, it's over again. So, so you have to roll a d20. That's what I would rule. Wait. Oh wait. Oh wait. 
Wait, aren't I completely? You are. So I'm add one because he's medium. So it's 10 out of 10. Correct. So roll d20 for saving throw. Oh, right. Exactly. You're proceeding directly to saving throw. What do I need? Uh, You're one plus one hit dice? Yes. This is terrible. I don't save like a four. I think you need like, I don't know, save versus petrification. Do I have to save twice? No, you have to save this time and then it's initiative. Oh, okay. I didn't know because it was two rounds. Oh, no, that's right, because that's the completely um, That's how I'm ruling, completely surprised. Yeah, that makes sense. Petrification. You need a 15. There we go. Come on. Don't let it be over like another Mike Tyson fight. Seven. Well, that, that's, I like this basilisk. We had plenty of time oh. to talk about the Sturge, and then <laughs> he just flies. It's the show moving along. He's the best thing that's happened to our show. Right, we get to talk about the monster, and then he dies instantly, which is which which is good. Oh, and then I shattered, I guess, because I probably oh yeah yeah you fly quiet. down and I I will give make a roll to hit because perhaps oh we got a, a dying intervention yes what? well well two things let's roll to see how far away you are you are ten feet away from surprise so I'm going to say you were swooping in and mm-hmm. you turn to stone and now roll a d20 see if you hit your stone body hits the basilisk. Right, because okay, as you fly, Kareen towards him. Just make okay. it a hit roll. I'm going to say your four hit dice. AC, what's his AC? Four. I rolled a. Never mind. I rolled a three. You missed. So he, you, spiraling like a tie fighter. That's like. That's it. Great minds think alike. There you go. Perfect. And I shatter. And, and now I, I regenerate. Right? Don't I like a troll? Do I look? No. I look for my. I'm going to search for my other parts. Nope. No. Okay. Sturge. Well, so that's one way to, to you should play a PC. Who can I be a basilisk? <laughs> Half, yeah, basilisk. Yeah, that's that would be great. I'd like to be. A, I'm, 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 I'm a basilisk born. That's something, isn't it? Basilisk born? No, that's sixth edition. <laughs> I can turn people to stone. Okay, next is it? Is it McRib time? No. Uh, yes, it is McRib time. Oh no, divine intervention first. Sorry. Oh, divine intervention. Thank you. Did someone remind us? No, I, I forgot. Didn't. I said that quickly. Because you said it, and then you moved on. We need to, we're need. we going to have to wake up Carlos, though, if you had divine intervention to find out what the uh, deity is. We'll just name one, and later he'll be upset because we made the wrong one. So that's not You wrong. didn't realize that there was a Greyhawk Sturge deity? Okay. No. The, okay. the old Flannies deity of Sturges? Right. Okay, here I am. Okay. Okay. I didn't. I, you see my hands, right? I'm going to turn it to, okay, hang on. I need to not no, knock over my No, if you own. say it did it, I'm No, gonna... no, no, no. I don't want to hear about it. Okay, hold on. Tell me when you can see. Okay, hang on. See? You see my hands? Yeah. It's like a magic trick. Mm-hmm. See my hands? Okay, I'm going to lift. I'm going to lift up. Now, I used a green dice because, you know, the other ones have feces on them. So I, I should clean that. So tell me when you can see these dice. I see a zero, zero, and I don't know what the other one is. doesn't matter. What is that? A six, seven. It's an, it, it's an eight. Eight. Okay, great. So eight percent. It's a ten-sided, right? It's the pointiest one. Right. So now we have to figure out what. All right, folks. What is the deity of Sturges? Please. Okay, always, yeah, and and, and now I, I need to no, roll again. I, I literally have no idea. Huh? Well, we need to roll next to see if this, if he actually there's like my level right. is the chance that it actually comes. Right. So Not just a little roll, help, right? right. Roll percentages. So I need a uh, one. He's first level. Oh, wait, or is that only if it's a zero zero? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get it anyway. Yeah, I didn't get it anyway. All right. So the deity of Sturges is what, and what is it sending? Well, that's why I, I have no idea. What is the deity mm. of Sturges? Mm. 
Well, you know, probably you should go to the Central American. They tend to have the best ant, right? And the Native American have the best animal ones. Right. Should I we, knew I knew this thing wasn't going to. Give Carlos this up. We should wake him up. No, we're not going to wake him up. Well, he, he is a long night shift. We should. We should leave him alone. Are you sure? Yes. Do I want? I, do I want to kill this thing? I think it has to be something of the birds, right? Yeah, I would think that's right. There's going to be like there's a bat. There's the bat god, but that's not really quite right. Oh wait a second. There's an elven deity of birds, but she wouldn't be. <laughs> Sturges. That doesn't seem right, does it? Hmm. I didn't see anything in Central American other than the bat god. I see Thunderbird. That's a what else the Celtic may have. American. American Indian. Oh yeah, are you on American Indian? That's a good. That's it's a good idea. Native American. That's how mm -hmm. old this book is. Oh, there's there's a Thunderbird. Yeah, I saw that Thunderbird. That's pretty good. Is it? Everyone is not. I don't know. Either everyone's gone now, or they uh, they have just given up. They have no idea. Oh, Raven, the greater god, Raven. Yeah, that looks good. Okay. I'll, I'll take anything at this point because we literally have no idea. I have no idea. So what? 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 All right. So Raven. The American Indian mythos, the Native American. Wait, are are Sturgis evil? No, they're neutral. Oh, okay, that'll work. Just, that, right? You just went over that, Dan, because they have animal intelligence, and you went on and on about animal intelligence. That's true. They just seem so evil. You know what I mean? Well, they're just hungry for blood and death. They. It could also be like the god of air. You know, or like the god of... Uh, like Zeus could be, if we're staying in the Greek, then that could be Zeus. Oh, we probably should stick with our Greek thing. Don't you know that's right? We are, it needs to be Greek. You're absolutely right. I can't believe that we didn't think of that sooner. So Zeus is god of air. Lloyd, I think Lloyd, it's Lloyd's a downer. He says Sturges don't have deities. He's not getting into the spirit of this nonsense. <laughs> Now I know I think you're I think you're right that it has to be Greek because that's our thing, and I think it would, it would probably be Zeus, god of the air. Yep, it's either Zeus or Pan, god of nature and okay, wild passion. Hey, wild, wild. <laughs> huh? Yeah, you know what? Let's do Pan because then it can be either like like a satyr or a uh, what's he going to have? Satyr and um, and centaurs maybe. What is he? Is he a satyr? He looks like a satyr. Yep. I like I that. say he's a satyr. Okay. You hear this pipe. You hear these pipes. <laughs> a show tune. <laughs> detecting evil. You're welcome. I'm detecting evil. Every paladin I have now, that's how they're going to detect evil. That's, that, that's your model now for future paladins for you, right? Yep. They have a show tune in their hearts. And, robes. and that will drive the rest of the party insane. They'll be like, I thought paladins were annoying before. Now they are the most annoying. Cause... Not the paladin, just James. <laughs> 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 okay. All right, the satyr's head kind of big, isn't it? He's medium. But his head, though. Yeah, his head's a little misformed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
here comes the Seder. We don't need to talk about the Seder. We just need to get right on the combat, don't we? Uh, so surprised. I, you definitely are surprised. Okay, so you? yeah, I would say so. Don't you think? Or, or, or you can roll for surprise, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, you're not I'm surprised. You. So you roll to see if you're surprised. Shouldn't you be surprised like a roll of one and four or something like that? Sure. I mean, it's divine intervention. Two. So you, I'm surprised for two segments. And you are you pop up right in front of them, so you get your two attacks. I normally attack by butting with my two sharp horns. There you go. I probably don't have magical weapons, right? No. It's most likely that I'll first play a tune on my pipes. Hey. I mean, these pipes, the Seder, oh, charm, sleep. Oh, so, okay, it is likely. So give me a percentage. Can we do a percentage that I will? Well, I'm going to play. Can I, I'd like to play. Well, you're surprised. I'm going to play yeah, a tune. I have to make a saving throw. I agree. Uh, I fail. I rolled an eight. So he's char. What are you going to do? Charm, sleep, or cause fear? I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do uh, a sleep. Okay. Well, Wait, what are you? Does that work? Well, I don't know. Too bad you don't know that. I don't know. You're right. Which one are you going to do? I'm going to do... Well, you're not You're not a person. I'm going to do sleep. Okay. It fails. Roll initiative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're like, what's that dude doing playing? You're going to attack me? I'm just playing the fight, man. Come on. I'm just like hanging out. What's wrong with you? You're a monster. Okay. Six. Six, so, baby. Were you attacking? Yeah, I don't have to put my pipes. Away. I guess I did. Yeah. The side. All right. Roll. Roll D10. See if you're. If you're. Since you're attacking normally, you see if your gaze. If you see the gaze yeah, of the basilisk. Yeah, I understand. I do understand. Ten. All right. So you don't see it. So you get your attack in. All right. With two horns. Right. Yep. One attack. Well, it's only one attack though. All right. Man, I really need to kill this thing. I want to get rid of this basilisk. Oh, an eleven. That doesn't sound good. What's your I am. What's five your hit dice. five hit dice? You hit. Mm -hmm. Wow. Hey, look at this. I'm only surprised on a one, and I can blend into foliage. Okay? Uh, I hit. So it's two to eight. Hang on. Yep. Let me find a D4. Okay, hold on. Now here I actually, actually have to roll hit dice for this thing. I have the strangest dice here. Okay, a two, four hit points. Okay. He's going to attack. Okay. What's your armor class? Five. Class five. He hits. Fifteen. Bites you. Looks like. For oh, D10. Man, I'm only, I'm only you, you take three points of damage. Okay. Hang on. I better roll up. Someone needs to keep track of this at home. I better roll this. A four. A three. That's seven. seven. Ooh. And eight. Fifteen. Oh, that's fifteen. Another eight. I'm not kidding. Twenty-three. And a four, 27. And how many did I take? You take three. And then a 24. All right. Initiative, right? Initiative, yep. Okay. Two. Three. Okay, you win, but roll D10. See if you see his gaze. Oh, okay. Six. Uh, okay, I looked that up. That's. I'm going to say you so get your attack in since you won. I'm attacking normally. Well, attacking normally is only three and ten. Okay, perfect. Then... So it's four and ten because he's medium. So, oh wait, hang on. Avoiding gaze. Can, oh, I, can I attack and avoid gaze? Is there a penalty for yes, that? Yes, there's a penalty. Okay, I don't care. I'm gonna look normal. I don't care. I'm not afraid. Minus of four. Oh, all right. I'm I'm gonna risk it. Well, I I didn't say it anyway at this round. Okay, so am I attacking? Yep. Okay. Make your attack. Hmm. 
All right, I, I'm gonna have to go back to these pipes. 14. That's a hit. Roll your 2d8. Big money. Two, four points total. This is gonna be a while. Okay, he gets his attack. <laughs> he misses. Initiative. Are you avoiding his gaze this time? Uh, no, I want to bring this to an end. I'm not. It's two. I rolled my initiative as two. Three. All right, roll d10. All right. Uh-oh, three. All right, well, get your attack in and then make your saving throw. Okay, my attack is an 11. That's a miss. Okay, and now I'm saving throw time? Yep. Two. Two. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, wow. So that's pretty awesome. There's going to be a statue of oh, a Seda. That's, that's right. kind of cool. That is That'll cool. look good in the bar, don't you think? That'll look great in the bar. Yeah. Wow. That's super okay. cool. Oh, and you know what the Basilisk is in possession now of? What? Seder pipes. The, the pipes. Seder pipes. That's right. The pipes. The pipes they're calling. Danny boy. Yeah. Danny sure boy. Call he's got... So now, okay, this is the way it works. We have to remember that he's got Seder pipes. Because if he's defeated, the winner... Gets the pipes. Yeah, I got to write all this down. Okay. I think they work. I think pipes work. Do you have to learn how to play them? Do you need to be uh, yes. trained? By uh, a... If you want to make charms. So maybe I can get trained. All right. Well, he's got the pipes. I don't know what he can do with the Sell them. I got to write all this market. down because you re won't remember all this. All right. Cool. Excellent. That was compelling stuff. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we go from Aphrodite to this. It's it's not that great. So I'm just saying. All right. Very good. So now we're ready for spell selection. Added by popular to bat, the McRib of our show. Right, which is where we randomly roll a spell yeah. and we talk about it. That's right. Um, okay. So, uh, James, would you like to roll for... Roll. Yeah. We randomly roll to see what... Uh, whether it is a magic user or a cleric spell. Using we use scroll. scroll. That's right. Scroll. It is a clerical spell. Okay, and now what is the chance it is a druidical spell? 25. Uh, I don't remember which way this one goes. I think it's the opposite, but I'm going to check. I feel like it's the other way. Hey, we're flipping and turning. We're doing everything we say we're going to do. Uh, okay, yes, it is a clerical spell. Okay. So D eight. Uh yes, yeah. D eight. Three. Okay. Third level. And we need a D twelve now, please. D twelve. One. Oh, nothing nothing says Valentine's like this. Animate dead. Ooh, animate dead. That's awesome. Dead lover. Right? So you I used animate. to love her, but I had to kill her. Animate oh. dead. We can animate. Um, should we, we we should animate Rosie. <laughs> Animating because you're having too much fun. So, well, this raises a lot of questions. I guess we need to talk about. It. So Rosie's dead, and we're looking to animate Rosie. This is a very risky spell. I remember trying to use animate dead, and I was a lawful good cleric, and the DM looked at me very well. You know the look I got. I get, yeah, I got the look. Hey, do me a favor. Um, turn your video on and off. Okay, hold on. You've lost video of me? Yep. You're just you're in this look, which is great, but I don't think you'd appreciate it. Is that is there oatmeal in my beard? No. You just you have your hands up like you're preaching. Okay, then turn it back on. All right, you, you there? Let's see. 
Yeah. Do you see me? No, you're not moving now. Now oh. it just has a different thing. Oh, wait. Yeah, now you're back. Now you're back. Oh, you're good. I just undid it. Oh, wait. Am I back? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. Keep it. All right. All right. Animate dad. This spell creates the lowest of the undead monsters, skeletons or zombies from the bones or bodies of dead humans. So this is great. So we can use Rosie because she's a human. So technically, this spell only works on humans. You can't have an undead, half-elf, undead, dwarf, unfortunately. Okay. Well, the that's effect- what it says, but I, we've, I've seen no one play it that way. Really? I've uh, seen it. As long as they're not humanoid and they don't get more benefit, um, because I think in the book it says something differently, but go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to look up the DMG. Uh, the effect is to cause these remains to become animated and obey the commands of the cleric casting the spell. The skeletons or zombies will follow, remain in an area, and attack any creature or just a specific type of creature entering the place, which is very interesting. I guess it's because it's magic, because we know that they're not magic. I mean, they're not intelligent. The spell will animate the monsters until they're destroyed or until the magic is dispelled. Oh, so... Oh... You can use to spell magic on a zombie or a uh, skeleton. Yeah, you could do that. No one does it. It's a great idea, but no one does it. Wow, very interesting. See, to spell magic spell, we may have to go there. The cleric is able to animate one skeleton or one zombie for each level of experience he or she has attained. Thus, a second level cleric can animate two of these monsters, a third level, three, etc. The act of animating dead is not basically, basically a good one, and it must be used with careful consideration and good reason by clerics of good alignment. It requires a drop of blood, a piece of human flesh, and a pinch of bone powder or a bone shard to complete the spell. we got a lot to talk about. I, I'm yeah, glad. What's good about it? Go ahead. Go ahead. I just going to say I'd like to thank Newgrog for suggesting this because right. it's, it's a winner. Especially for our Valentine's Day show. Exactly. Very nice. So what, what would you like to talk about specifically first? Okay. I think what I'd like to talk about first is, do I get to choose skeleton or zombie, or is it based upon level of decomposition? You get to choose it, in my opinion. Well, what if it's just bones? I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I assume, so, so how do I know what I can, so do you want to change that? I'm not saying you have to change that, but of course I've got follow-up questions if you don't change it. I, I say you have a choice if the, if the materials available allow for it. What so, are the materials? Because a zombie is better. A zombie's two hit dice, right? Why would well, I... it's not necessarily better. And zombies are more hit dice. They, mm-hmm. but they attack last and they're slow. Oh, okay. So you you see it as a six and one half dozen of the other kind of situation. Uh, well, they attack last. They have higher hit points. They have they attack higher and they do more damage, but. Uh, skeletons move faster, and they only take half damage from uh, piercing weapons. So zombies like kind of George Foreman, skeletons kind of Muhammad Ali-ish? Yeah. Okay. So what do you? So let's go back to this. What's your? Do you want to change? Do you, can I pick? Now the rule does say I can do but, either one. Is that? I think before you do that, we should probably read page forty-one of the Dungeon Master's Guide. Ooh, please. Because it is probably the longest. Are you serious? One of the longest entries in here. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me get it out. All right. Page 41. You want to read that one? Sure. <laughs> Animate dead. 
it is, of course, possible to animate the skeletons and corpses of demi-human and human. Oh, oh my gosh. Get out. Why does he say, of course? Because well, that's scary. You think Jody screwed up? No. Oh. I think he just wrote human, and then people took it like you and me, literally, and he said, no, it's not just human. Of just course. Lines. You idiots. All right. All right. If, if creatures with more than basic one hit dice are so animated, the number of skeletons or zombies will be determined in hit dice rather than total numbers. Thus, a cleric of six level could animate six skeletons of human or humanoid sort, which in life had less than two hit dice, three of such undead, which in life had less than three, or two or, or more hit dice, but, or, but two or more hit dice, or a single undead creature which had six but, not, but less than seven hit dice. Did you get all that? I'm glad I had you read it. No, I don't know what's going on. Wait, are they, I'm, all my zombies and skeletons are the, are the hit dice in the Monster Manual, right? They're not better, right? Well, that's what they're saying. And later in Monster Manual 2, they had undead monsters, which, again, you could un- animate fire giants. But here it basically says you can animate a fire giant. Keeping, oh, keeping going. But what's its stats? And look, this is before Monster Manual 2. I mean, so right. what's its to, stats? Oh, I guess. Gonna, okay, go ahead. It's going to say. Sorry. For, for each such additional hit dice, a skeleton or zombie will gain another dice. Thus, the what? animated skeleton of a fire giant, 11 hit dice monster, is 10 over the norm for a skeleton normally animated. So it would have 1 plus 10 hit dice, 11 oh plus 8. Gosh. Likewise, a fire giant zombie would have 10 above its normal, 12. This does, this does not enable a cleric to make skeletons of, of zombies of second level or higher have hit dice more. They're simply human skeletons. So there's a number of things to unpack here. If uh, Rosie and Hallmark are animated, they're either zombies or skeletons. They're not fourth-level clerics or fourth-level paladins. And that's because I'm a... So, so if I am... Because I'm a human. And apparently because I'm a character. <laughs> character right. Just characters. Right. PCs. Dead PCs. Oh, the dead PCs. Do you remember the that punk PC. They were great. Yeah. The whole dead tour, the dead Kennedys, the dead milkmen, and the dead PCs. Dead PCs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, so Rosie's just coming back as a normal. So when we look in the monster manual and we see that we are just seeing regular, I guess that would be all demi-humans and humans. Right. Got it. Correct. Okay, okay. Of one hit dice or the one plus hit dice, which is elves, right? Elves are one plus, I think. All the rest of them are one or less than one. Well, because it, it, it doesn't – this does not enable a cleric to make skeletons or zombies of characters of second level or higher level. So even if I'm a 10th level fighter, I am simply a – I am simply a uh, – Right. Yeah, I got that. Unlike a fire giant, which you could make if you had the high – if you were high enough level, you could make an 11 right. hit dice okay. got it. fire giant skeleton. Right. This skeleton is just a skeleton, no matter if it was the okay. skeleton or zombie of a 14th level paladin. Right. But that's pretty interesting. So even in the DMG, we're seeing – I always figured you know, like if I was going to create in an adventure a fire giant zombie, I was doing something out there like, wow, isn't that – you know, aren't I brilliant? But it's right, right. here. It's by exactly. the book actually. Right. This is a big change from the original spell. This makes it super cool. Yeah, it sure does. So, so I can create. So I'm not. I don't have to just create. So I'm the evil cleric. Right. I don't have to just create the army of boring monster manual one 
zombies and skeletons. I can create the undead army with like, I mean, obviously I got to kill a fire giant, but I can, right? So I can, you know, fire giants and whatever, right? Any, so what is it? Anything? No, it, it has to be humanoid. Corpses of demi-human or humanoid as well as human. So the fire giant is obviously considered humanoid. But I've seen people, if, I think they have to have a body. So you could, I've seen people, you could do dinosaurs. I've seen people allow, and that's later in Monster Manual too, because you get into uh, zombies. But what, is, what, what does the damage do? I mean, I understand the dice, but so like if I'm a fire giant zombie, what, I'm not the stats of zombie in terms of hit movement and hitting and damage, am I? Well, it depends. Um, you, you, I, it doesn't say it here, but it implies that you would do more damage similar to a fire giant, but I wouldn't give it the full amount. Oh, did it say it there that it would do damage similar? No, it doesn't say that. Oh, but, but you would do that. I would infer that it's not just a 12 hit or 13 hit dice zombie that does 1 to 8 or whatever it does. No, that wouldn't make a lot of sense. Uh, I agree with that. So, okay, so my next, okay, so that's very interesting. Um, so uh, back to the, so the, back to, um, if I am just resurrecting, so Rosie, resurrecting, and I'm sorry, animating Rosie is the name of the yeah, film. Yeah. Animating Rosie. That was a great, that was Ben Affleck's one of his, <laughs> it was. he was in Chasing Amy, then he went to animating right. uh, Rosie. Straight, straight to, uh, straight to video. Um so, 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 do you think I got? If I want Rosie to be a zombie, mm-hmm. do I need to get to Rosie? Because, well, wait a second. She's just gonna be. She's gonna be a pile of flesh. She's gonna be in that pile, right? Right. So she's in that pile with bones. Do I need to get to her before the flesh is gone? Okay. Can I? Or, or so to be a zombie, do I need to have it in a a state of not just bones? I think it has to have some fleshy parts to it. So, okay. So, like the way some people's chicken would look after they're not eating it, and there's like a lot of stuff left right. on it versus right. like they, a dog. Right. Exactly. Okay. It has to be dead for less than I don't know, a hundred fifty years or something. Where, you know, <laughs> and, and that's assuming it's been you know mummified or some other things like that. So it's I. You, it's usually pretty pretty. Uh, it's usually pretty cut and dry, but maybe it's okay. not. So the way people tend to want to use this, of course, I mean, usually you're not playing the evil high priest. Right. You're the long good cleric, right? Uh, yeah. Right, or 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 the chaotic good cleric of Aphrodite, and you want to you you've killed some orcs, and you now say, hey. Let's animate these orcs because they'll do what I say, right? They'll follow me, right? So basically, let's have them follow me around, and and and, right. and work for us. we want them as henchmen, basically, right? Exactly. And so now the question becomes: Is this quote basically an evil act? So how would you play that as a DM? Because that's the way. What? What? Why do you have the spell animate dead? Yeah, you know, for. Uh, if for player characters, if they're not doing that, I mean, assuming that they're they're supposed to, the clerics are generally supposed to be good, isn't that the way? I mean, we, didn't we we heard? I think Jim Ward said that that Gary didn't even seem they never even had a neutral cleric. So, what are you doing with this spell if you're not doing that? 
Well, you're, I think well, some of these spells are in here not just for good clerics. They're for evil clerics. They, they do exist, and they're enemies, so you have to have them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, unusual circumstances. So, you know, I, I guess I would say an unusual circumstances, you're defending the holy relic of Aphrodite, mm-hmm. and all your compatriots are killed, and they're, they're going to attack the next morning. You, you pray to Aphrodite, because again, that goes back to the deity. You should, the, the player, how does he have, how does he or she have anime dead? If she's praying for it, she's <laughs> teaching the, dear Aphrodite, give me anime dead. Trap. Well, you'd have to figure Why? that out now if they, right, well, okay, yeah, that's going to work. That's what she, well, this is going to say, the minion or Aphrodite is going to be like, why? What's your reasoning? Do you need to give reasons, right. do you think? Should you give a reason while you're praying? I yes. think you should, right? That's smart. Yeah. I mean, the, the assumption is that they're all under the, you know, that's like the default answer. I'm here to promote the, the, my deity with the use of these spells. Mm-hmm. That's the generic thing. But something like this where you're, you need an exception because you filled out the triple form exception to normal right. spells. Right. You better have a good reason. Like, I'm trying to defend this poor village. It's, you know, this village is being attacked by wolves. There's no one here to protect, protect them. I'm going to animate the villagers, and I pinky promise swear that as soon as this is over, I'm going to dispel the magic. Yeah, we're going to like go dig them up. We're going to the cemetery. We're digging up all our loved ones, all our ancestors, <laughs> create the undead army. Yeah, that's, right. that sounds like a good adventure, actually. All right. Um, what if you, you have just- to pinky promise? But if you get a scroll, then again, it's a little more grayish. But, you know, the, again, if you have de- deities, should be not just these machine, uh, you know, soda machines or candy machines in the sky that hand things out. If you're doing things that are sketchy, you better have a good reason for it. I got punished today, as we saw. After right. Daddy punished me. So um, w- would you allow me to do it if I just wanted to animate the two orcs because I'm in the dungeon and I want some ill-botten goody? No. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, what if I'm a chaotic neutral cleric? A little easier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> one of the benefits again one of the benefits of of not being good so okay well that's it, it's it's an interesting smell uh i've learned it's super powerful i mean that's what that's why evil that's why evil people want to play evil characters because you could literally abuse this because it's permanent that's what makes it so ridiculous it's permanent how much do i need so let's say I just have a femur no you got to have a body itself <laughs> It doesn't bring. You have to have the body to animate now. Whether bones or bones or bodies, so I, so I need enough that it can actually right. It's like Tinker Toys. I need enough to. You know, now stink. there are in in the back in Halloween. I think we went over the undead. Um, there's various types of it. You know, we've seen them in movies where like the hand is moving or the torso. You could elaborate and say, "Hey, these you, again." You find these pile of bones. And when you try to animate dead, there's no complete skeletons. So you get four half skeletons, you know, that they're yeah. crawling on the ground. Right, or the head. Right, or the head's running around. What happens to the 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 dead person? So I'm dead, okay? So and uh, I have, More ways than one. Exactly. Um, and I have a, uh, a soul, say— and I'm yes. in a levy. So, so, oh, so for you, or Rosie, or wherever, or you're, or you're at the pool, right? You're at the pool watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you like to watch. And you um, then, let's say you are animated. Now, that's an undead. Does something happen to you? What happens to you? Anything? I mean. Well, two things. We have to ask how long you've been dead. Because what we've read in Deities and Demigods, if you're dead and you have a soul, it takes three to 30 days for your soul to get to your final resting place. As it travels, which, how does it get there? What's the, what's the plane? The astral plane. There you go. Exactly. See? Exactly. The rain, the, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the astral plane. That's what you have to remember. That's, that's how I remembered it. And so, so... Okay, but whether I'm there or not there. It doesn't, yeah. But, so what but the point, Nothing. You're still going. Your body has been separated. Am I this sensing is a, this? Or is it huh? nothing? Am I sensing it or nothing? I, don't, I, I would say, you know, you, I think this is a very Greek, back to Greek, idea of the soul and body are separate. You've separated them, okay. and the soul doesn't know what the body is doing at this point. I think a better answer question is what happens with speak with dead. Right. Because there you have to have a part of the body, and then it kind of reformulates this channel, which seems awful weird. Can you speak with undead? Right, that's the big issue. Is, right, can you speak with dead on undead to speak to the person whose body? I would say, yeah. If you, as long as it's been dead for less amount of time. Mm-hmm. But is there like? Well, we've talked about this too. Is there some sort of interference? <laughs> the signal not right. He's kind of you know because is there something there's like the in between causing issues with the undead? Yeah, just his helmet, you know, just his hands. Hold on, hold your hands yeah, up yeah. like this. That's right. The the gravity is yeah. You're turning the helmet, you put some foil on it, and yeah, to get it a little better. Can't can't hear that right. So right. yeah, that's. Uh, I okay. don't think it does anything. At least certainly not mechanically. But uh, could you? Put that as something in there. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So you obviously you 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 really should let the player. In theory, you shouldn't look askance at the player. You let them do it, and then they may suffer repercussions. Right? The cleric right. may use their spells, and so that's really you. Know, what you're heard on that chart might need more training. Right? Your that's rating right. could go that's below right. you get your performance rating. I mean, there should be. Well, it says in the DMG there should be omens and things if, mm-hmm. if you're finding ill right. favor. From, from your deities. Right. So and it depends on the deity. Some are very quick, you know, some like the Greek pantheons are very quick to mm-hmm. deal with uh, infractions or mm-hmm. violations. Mm-hmm. Others may be longer to find out, maybe the next morning or whatever. One of the, you know, maybe you keep getting your first or second, but if as soon as you try to get a third level, you're having some problems. Because mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the minion got the report Oh, I just got the evaluation report from Rosie. One tip. Okay, use a cure light wound on a fellow party member. That's very nice, very nice, right? Oh, light spell to help that poor woman cross the road late at night. That's nice. And, oh, animated dead. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to flag that. That's right. That's a flag. That's a reportable offense. Uh, Right. You will get due process. We'll have a hearing. (laughs) Well, you'll be on probation pending the results of the hearing. Right. Right, right. With or without spells. <laughs> well, it depends. Right. Depends how serious offense is. It's on the matrix of Exactly. Of I'm sorry. That's yes. You're going to be, that's no spells for you for a while, pending a hearing for uh, 30 days. All right. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved.